Hi and welcome to Movie Wala podcast. We are back with Just Because We Can another bonus episode and today we are discussing Ashutosh Gowarkar's work. Uh the three movies we picked of his are Lagan, Swadesh and Chhota Akbar. So, uh if you don't know, Ashutosh Gowarkar is a Indian filmmaker. He is uh from Maharashtra, but he's made primarily Hindi movies. He was originally I think he wanted to be an actor and he's done some interesting work in CID and uh, Naam Chamatkar Kabhi Haan Kabhi Na he plays Shah Rukh's friend for those who are fan of that movie and he recently even did a Marathi movie for Priyanka Chopra's production which I'm actually wanting to watch whenever oh, it's available What's the name of the movie? Uh the name of the movie is Ventilator So and I think it got good uh, reviews so that's the basic gist of it and he is married to uh Dev Mukherjee who was a Indian actor in he's not married to him he's married <laughs> to his daughter <laughs> I didn't complete my sentence but yeah he used to be an actor in back in 60s and 70s and <laughs> So that's the basic background of Ashutosh and he made his mark in Hindi movies with Lagan. Now Flo will take it from here. <laughs> yeah, so uh, his first movie that put him on the world stage was Lagan and what a way to start because before that he had done a couple of movies which didn't do as well. One was Bazi. I think you've seen that, right? I have seen that and I although I don't remember it very well. but i do remember it being good but now like i said we have to revisit everything we thought <laughs> we thought was good yeah so before lagan were two of his movies that didn't do really well but then what a comeback with lagan it was nominated for oscars and i remember that that year very clearly uh, because it was very special I, i think in our lifetime this was one of the few movies that got nominated you know that we are aware of that right. we knew you know what was happening and i remember seeing amir khan on the red carpet and i was pretty proud of it and yeah <laughs> and it's a very interesting setup because it's a sports movie but it's combined with indian history under british rule so it was like a great combination of both if it was just a sports movie i don't think i would have really enjoyed it you know but then since it had like history and you know everything together and it's flawless we watched it again and it was it was still good it still keeps you excited you know you know it's a good sports movie when the climax scene of the actual game happening and then when you're watching it again and again and again and you know how it's going to end but you're still like on the edge of your seat thinking oh my god are we going to win are we going to lose this movie still does that even though we've seen it so many times and we know who wins <laughs> exactly i had seen it after a long time i don't remember mm. when was the last time i saw lagan but i absolutely agree with you it had that same impact and i was now because i'm watching it you know naturally with the podcaster's eyes and like, i was blown away even more mm. and knowing the kind of effort he had put in to the making of this movie it kind of made me respect him more and respect the movie more because the first time we saw the movie we didn't know the background we didn't know behind the scenes we didn't know how much time it took and yada yada because youtube did not exist <laughs> and the making of lagan was not on youtube <laughs> True but I think they did release the making of Lagan like several years later they didn't even yeah. release it ah. like right after yeah they, it's on DVD you can actually like watch making of Lagan it's on DVD I remember there is a It's actually very interesting 
Yeah, it is. And uh, I I also remember it being a big event where making of Lagan was launched. Like, oh, you know, people were interested. And I have seen the making, which exactly why I feel like, you know, the other two movies also we're going to talk about uh, Swades and Jodha Akbar. And Lagan, obviously, it kind of shows uh, Ashutosh's perseverance. Like he really puts in the work and he believes in his projects, whether they turn out good or bad. Like, for example, Mohan Jodaro also took five years of his life, but it didn't work out that well. But the ones that do work out and specifically Lagan, you know, they work out so well. And the work he had put in, like everybody knows he went to every leading actor of that time which is still the same the khans <laughs> <laughs> i think he also went to like non khans whoever they were but every single person said no and i think he went to uh because amir was narrating the story recently and he was like he went to amir twice the first time amir had completely said no i do not want to do this movie and i think couple of months later he again called him and said that you know i have a script i want to narrate to you and then he said yes and then amir was like after keeping the phone down, I was like, this is not movie, to nahi hai. is it not, is it not? <laughs> so he called him back, he's like, what movie are you planning to narrate? <laughs> because if it is the same movie, I don't want to do it. And then I think just out of friendship, because they'd done Bazi together and they had like that. So I think he listened to it again, just because, you know, okay, okay now I've said yes. And, I, uh, and then he took it to his parents and this and that, like, you know, all of that stuff. But just shows Ashutosh's belief in the work, because I think that's what amazes me the most when people it's so easy to give up like you know there's yeah. so many things that need to be taken care of on our movie project but especially a movie like lagan where you need to figure out the language the set the art and on top of that the pearl nobody's agreeing to do the yeah. movie <laughs> you really need to believe that this is going to work out i i agree i think uh, i mean from whatever i've heard of him speak in interviews i feel like he like you said even if it is good or bad or if it doesn't work out i feel like he still commits to it 100% which is very rare especially in bollywood where mediocrity is kind of okay it's kind of you know, given but you know this guy yeah he comes across as somebody who puts in everything he has and lagan you can see that because it's a period drama you have to be very careful like you said with the set and with the kind of clothes they wear and everything you know the huts the houses that's made so I think in the same making of Lagan, they talk about how even the huts that they made, you know, they actually recreated this whole village. And, uh, you know, the, the even the material that they used for the hut was almost very similar to what they would use, you know, and in that era. Is it set in 1800s or something? This was like a tech, I mean, naturally it's a fictional story, but uh, what how he narrates this is like, this is before even the first act of independence mm. was had taken place. So this was before... Like early 1800s. Yeah, they had decided that they want to break away from the British Raj. Yeah, but like you said, I think the the mood, the language, the clothes, the art and set design, everything was on point. And I was especially impressed with the language and diction because they are, they are able to maintain that, you know, really thin balance between being authentic to the mm. time and the place, but still being mainstream enough for everybody right. to understand because uh, a lot of times like if it is too regional then people will like just sign it off like you know they did a really good job with that uh what did you think about the music 
one common thread between all these three movies that we've picked is the music is by A.R. Rahman. Yeah. And again, the music also, oh my God, <laughs> the songs are still so good to listen to. In fact, I think all three movies, there are certain songs that you would still listen to even now. And A.R. Rahman's music is, I don't know, it's so varied, right? It is, but did you also feel that you could point that the, this is A.R. Rahman's music for Ashutosh? Like it had that uh, soft, melodious, like Nachi A.R. Rahman has like, you know, such variation he can do anything but I was able to pick on something like you know you could feel that the, this music is from Ashutosh's movies like you know whether it was uh, Jodha Akbar's love love song like that um, Sonu Nikam's number I'm not going to remember now what that song was but even like the Ori Gori from Lagan or Swades like the main the title song or even like the soft numbers although I was not a big fan of Swades's soundtrack but it worked for the movie I think it's something to do with maybe because Ashutosh's movies are set in either in a period drama or in the heartland right they are mm. not city based Eharaman's music also feels like it is based in the heartland and not the city so I feel like it was a good collaboration I feel. like it had a lot of Indian sounds is that what you mean Indian sounds but not classical but soft mm. I'm sure somebody well versed in music language will be able to say better but yeah Lagan soundtrack is amazing out of these three Lagan would be first and then second would be Joda and third would be Swades third right? would be Swades yeah absolutely so now moving on to Swades so Lagan came out in 2001 and Swades came out in 2004 between three year gap and I think uh, you know like I'm assuming after saying no to Lagan and Lagan doing the kind of <laughs> business and critical acclaim it got I'm sure Shah Rukh was like I'll do your movies yeah I don't even want to listen to your story I'll just do it <laughs> I'm assuming that. But I have to say that the first time I watched Swades, I hated it. I just hated it. Yeah, I I think I went with really high expectations probably. And then I felt like this is so dry. This is so slow. And eventually I just felt it was a documentary. And I was like, this is just a glossy documentary with Shahrukh in it. Like, what is going on? So I have to say the second time and I've never seen it again. Like, the first viewing was so bad that I never felt like this was something worth watching again. So um, if it was not for the podcast, I would have never seen it. But having said that, I really, uh, I thought the second viewing was better than the first one. Oh, that says a lot about a movie because it's usually it goes down the drain <laughs> from our experience. Yeah, I was like, I, I was putting it away for so long. I was like, oh, I have to watch this movie. We have to record an episode. I can see why you would think that because Swades, it could have turned out to be really dry because it's very simple and it's set in a village on paper it could sound very dry but I think it's again close to uh, Ashutosh he actually made that actually a nice interesting uh, story I mean there are things like Swedes also I have a lot of things to pick on one is the length of the movie it's really long and it could have definitely done with some of the scenes not being there he could have edited it and made it shorter that is one big peeve I have against Swedes. I think a lot of things didn't work for me especially the length uh, the love story between between uh, Shah Rukh and Gayatri didn't work for me. Uh, like you said, it was very simplistic. So the first viewing, I felt there wasn't enough entertainment. You know, you're going to watch a movie, either the story should be engaging enough that I'm, I'm, I want to know what happens to those characters. But I didn't find the story engaging or entertaining. And neither did I buy the whole like story about him coming from US to meet his nanny. I'm like, 
okay i mean you know i didn't even see that bond i didn't feel like that nanny was affectionate enough <laughs> you know second viewing i felt she was affectionate but not enough that i would like leave my job and leave everything and be like mujhe meri dai maage pal jaana yeah, and he time. goes on a long break in the middle of a big project so the love he had for the nanny would have had to have been like really strong and believable for him to do something like that and which did not you're right yeah so that relationship was not shown effectively i think yeah but what worked was uh, sharuk's interaction with the villagers all of those villagers having very distinct voice and you know they all you could differentiate and like how exactly in lagan you can differentiate all of those people like you know one is a cobbler one is a farmer one is a uh, what is it called butcher you know all of those things so same like and that is very true that's exactly how village life is in india it is that simplistic you have these five people who do these five things and you literally just go to them and even today in 2018 it is still the same so i liked all of that and i liked the you know the face off he has when the school is opening mm. in the village and he has that face off with the people from panchayat and you know the how they always like hamara sanskar yes <laughs> So this was in 2004. There's this big like, an argument that he has with the villagers there, the head of panchayat, and you know they obviously go like, but you know no matter what, India is the best, and India's culture and tradition, you know, it is the best in the whole world. But Rajdhush had written it very well in that you know Sharukh actually says that it's not just our Indian culture and tradition that is the best. Other countries also have their own cultures and own traditions. So that doesn't mean that you know theirs is bad or you know ours is the best. We all have our own set of cultures and traditions. So I thought that was a amazing because you really get to hear that in indian movies because indian movies at least in 2004 it was always about oh my god ours is the best even today even what today what are you yeah. saying <laughs> to an extent yeah right now nationalism as is at its peak yes so, <laughs> so i really like that scene you know it was very well written yeah and the movie actually came across as anti nri to me anti non resident indian because there were so many references to people like you know you've left the country you have gone you don't care or you don't have a say in the matter anymore because you left so it was like continuously like hammered into your head over and Especially over again. Especially the whole uh, Gayatri's side oh to the God. story was she all She was such like a that, sour puss, I swear. <laughs> she was like, you don't have a say because you don't live here anymore. She almost, she breaks up with him because, you know, she doesn't want to go live there and... Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I think that was a little, a little too much for me, you know. Yeah, I, I agree. And I feel bad uh, because I think the writing was done in a way for us to dislike Gayatri, you know. And that is, that is the most... Uh, a convenient way for hindi movies to show women hmm. like you either need to show them sacrificing and loving and caring and then they give up everything so you so you like them for doing that and now they've created this character who's just shown so basically everything i was on board with everything she believed in and i was on board with all her principles and you know her right to having a job her right to choosing to live wherever blah 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 but why do you have to make her look like a bitch like why does she have to be so mean and nasty for her to stand up for herself you know what i'm saying yeah there's no middle ground when they write women's character either they are like a doormat and then you end up liking them because they're sacrificing and all that yeah or an independent woman who is bitchy or who who doesn't smile at all you know so exactly yeah. like the the gori from lagan was the 
doormat basically she had she was just there to felicitate uh, everything ami does and you know help him and all and here gayatri is not you know taking a uh, sharuk side or doing anything to help sharuk in his thing so she has to be this mean and horrible person but i think by the time he reached jodha akbar i think uh, ashutosh has a handle on <laughs> how women should be it took him a decade to get there but he eventually got there but then having said that i think swades you know if you look at it for 2004 it was a well, kind of a well written role for a woman because we never got to see women like that you know yeah yeah especially in a village and she studies in delhi and then she goes back to her village and she wants to do something for the village and you know so she's shown as an independent woman for 2004 but again these are the things that we were like mm. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. I agree. And I also like that you know it was not just a fictional job she does and that job is never shown. Like she's actually shown at her place of work and she's actually shown doing what she does because usually a woman has a job but nobody sees it. No, you know there is never a <laughs> yeah. She just <laughs> magically goes to do some work and then comes back home and starts cooking. Like that's that's all you see. So so I was glad that yeah, there was there were definitely redeeming factors but uh yeah so and of course i loved i loved everything she was wearing i loved her sarees speaking of fashion <laughs> yeah speaking of fashion yeah like out there randomly and i also loved everything sharuk was wearing he was looking so handsome oh my god so good looking <laughs> just shirt and jeans jeans and his hair's combed back they're not falling on his face yeah <laughs> and he doesn't have any blonde streaks or nothing <laughs> it's like a It's just simple Sharuk, right? Sharuk being Sharuk. <laughs> Sharuk being Sharuk, yes. <laughs> I was just like, "Oh, he looks amazing in this movie." It's just a strip down Sharuk and that is what I want to see. I know even like you know that scene where they're showing a movie like it's a movie night in the village and he's wearing these basic clothes and I'm like, "Oh god, this is so good." <laughs> Yeah, and he's I dancing with these kids, and it's adorable. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I like that song. Ye tara, wo tara, ek tara. Yeah, it is a cute song. I liked it. And you know, while talking about a scene, we also see baby Amir in that uh, because the movie they are watching on the movie night is Yado ki Barat, and it was made by Amir's grandfather. And Amir does a kid role, so I was like, this is probably the only movie Shahrukh and Amir are going to be on the screen together. Good one. <laughs> and i live for these things right so when i watch movies i literally live for these scenes where they are showing other movie reference and swades when i saw that i was like oh my god this is so good because in bollywood especially when there is a movie you're watching it's almost like the universe it's set in is so cut off from the universe that we live in so it's always refreshing to see when they reference other movies also and also even when he's driving that rv around the village he's fiddling with the radio and he's listening to a lot of songs and you know there are a lot of movie songs from older movies yeah. uh, that they play on the radio and i was like oh my god this is so nice <laughs> yeah i i i was actually curious to know like why did uh, like if ashutosh can share that why did he pick yado ki barat like you know what was the relevance of pick because he could have picked any movie right he could have picked mughle azam he could have picked mother india he could have picked whatever so what was about yado ki Bara that he picked and decided to you know feature that. Maybe it was just a connecting thread from Lagan Amir Khan and then. I was thinking the same, but I was just like, I would like to, I would like my assumption to be like validated or like you know uh, told yeah. me like yeah this is why I it know is. what you're saying yeah. So I think I would give Swades a solid six 
earlier i had given 2 so i would be like okay out of 10 i would give it a solid 6 i would give it an 8 yeah because you you liked it right you even liked it the first time yeah yeah i would say like will i recommend people watch it i'll be like okay yeah if you have nothing going on yeah watch it it's not that bad but it's not something that i would be like oh yes we are proud of it and you should watch it it's like one of the best movies or anything like that like i would still say sharukh's best movie is chakde like if i have to yeah. pitch his acting acting yeah I mean, of course ddlj is like oh my god ddlj but i know if i have to say like sharukh can act man go watch chakde oh <laughs> like that and i would say swades really i would say swades for sharukh's acting yeah for sure Oh. I think it was very controlled, but Chakde also. But then, my for for me, the first number one would be Swades. Oh, see, so so I didn't like Swades that much. Yeah, I mean, there's some very cheesy scenes. Like he proposes to Gayatri while taking shower. Like he's putting sabun and he's like, you know, तो मुझसे शादी करोगे? Like what? Like what is happening? <laughs> That's just being Shahrukh. <laughs> I don't know whether it was Ashutosh or Sharuk, but it was just like weird. And even like the whole plumbing thing and all, like it was very simplistic. Like you know, just the fact, like that's it. In few months, he was able to bring water to the village and out of and electricity, like from nowhere. But then uh, some of the things that I would like to, I wish you know, Ashutosh had worked on would be obviously the length of the story, and then the second thing would be the fact that sometimes it felt like like you were saying anti NRI, right? And also it felt mm-hmm. like he kept pushing the villages into I don't know there were too many uh, face offs going on with the villages where I was like okay fine you made your point you know you don't have to keep saying that over and over again kind of thing you know so that that came across as a little pushy yeah like in your face kind of thing for me I think I was I. Even now, I think I'm not hundred percent clear on what the message of the movie was. Like, is he saying that people should help out the villagers and bring the knowledge they have? Is that the message? Or you know, you should take pride in your culture and like respect each other? Is that the message? Is he saying that um, uh, Shah, not Ami, Shahrukh went away? That was a wrong thing. Or is he saying Gayatri going to the village is a right thing? Like, I'm not still sure. What was the what was the end point of like what were you trying to say from your movie? So I'm still lost about it. Like he wasn't very clear. Yeah, with his storytelling, he pushed in a lot of things. Like there was unity of India, you know, in terms of like different villages and caste and everything, and everybody coming together. And then there was this NRI angle to it, and yeah, so it was a little mixed message. Sending girls to school. There were like lot of things, like like you said, you should have water, electricity. Being casteism, NRIism, this and that, and I was like, I, my mind was like, what are we talking about here? Yeah, like, but end of the day, I cried like a baby. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. So eight out of ten for me. All right. So here we go. Like, if you have two perspectives here, yeah. and you can go with either or neither. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> Last but not the least, Jodha Akbar. and that is my favorite ashutosh movie even more than lagan and uh, just so everybody knows flo had not seen this movie <laughs> before this Yes, so I will let Flo take it from here. Okay, so Jodha Akbar has Ash and uh, Rithik Roshan, and both of these people are not my favorites. We know that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and so obviously when they're together in a movie as leads, uh, obviously there's a reason why I hadn't watched it at all. Okay, can I ask you? Have you watched Dhoom too? No. Okay, go on. Carry on. <laughs> 
So, yeah. So, obviously, I hadn't watched it. And when we picked uh, Ashutosh and Tanvi was like, oh, we should do Jodha Akbar as well. I was like, uh, Tanvi, I haven't seen it. Tanvi was like, yeah, of course, I know. <laughs> so, I watched it. And, oh, my goodness. It's amazing. I don't know what Ashutosh did or I don't know what these guys did. But it's a great movie. And when I was watching it, I was watching it with my husband who had, who had already seen the movie. But whenever he would say, let's watch it again, I'd be like, no, I don't want to watch it. But then this time when I was watching it, I was telling him, I was like, Oh my god, why didn't you make me watch it sooner? You know, it's such a great movie. Because like husbands can never make wife do anything. Like as if. (laughs) Yeah, as if. Yeah, oh my god. So what I'm trying to say is that I give it a 10 10 on 10 actually. Right? It's my favorite Ashutosh movie, hands down. It is also my favorite Ashwarya movie. And I'm neither her fan nor do I hate her. I'm just very lukewarm. I do not get the hype though. Like uh, what I would say is like, I'm not like, oh my God, Ashwarya. I'm like, huh, theke, Ashwarya. Like, okay, fine. You know, she has done good work and then she's done some very stupid, mediocre work. And yeah, I think few people who can make her act is one of them is Ashutosh. One of them is Sanjarira Bansali and other is like uh, Rituparna Ghosh and Mani Ratnam. So these four people have been able to like get good performances out of her. But then there are other people who make her completely just be so ridiculous. Like, and I can't take her, like, I, I, you know, naturally people can't see me, but you know, she does this a lot. Like, just her very, like a model kind of miss world kind of a posture and sometimes it's just like chill out like I hated her in Bride in uh, Pride and Predators that acting that she does in that movie is like exactly the acting I do not like in Nashville when she's like over the top and you know acting all bratty and sometimes she gets screechy too yeah, screechy, giggly, modely, whatever, like the cliche Ashwara. But coming back to Jodha Akbar, where we really do like her, I think Ashutosh did such a phenomenal job because this is the first time I was seeing it, seeing her as Jodha. Mm. I was not seeing her as Ashwarya. Exactly. Even Rithik. Oh my God, don't even get me started on Rithik. Gosh, Tani, seriously, when you're watching this movie, you totally forget that it's Ash and Rithik that you're seeing on screen. You are just transported and you just believe that it's just Jodha and Akbar. You know, it's... And with faces like Ash and Rithik, it's hard to forget that they are Ash and Rithik, but they do that. They make you forget that and it's... And that sword, sword practicing scene is like the most sexiest scene in the history of Hindi movies where, you know, the man is an object of desire and not the woman. Yes. And he's like, oh my God, yes, more of that. (laughs) I needed more practice scenes in the movie. And also showing showing the woman as a sexual being who's turned on by seeing her husband practicing this word topless. (laughs) You know, know, and so that scene is amazing for both men and women. If you haven't watched the movie, just watch that scene. You have you to know what we're talking so about. I especially like Hrithik's expression when he, from the corner of his eyes, he sees that Ashwarya is looking at him. And then he's like, okay, game on. <laughs> he, you know, you can see that he's like, I want you to resist me now. Like, yeah. Dare you to resist me, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
but uh, also in the light of you know everything that is happening around us times up me to india i felt this was the story which every man mm. should watch because this is where you see a man is respecting a woman a man who's respecting not only his mother and sister but he's respecting his wife and ashwarya's character joda is not ready to consummate their marriage and you know i like the with the decency this man is around her he never even for one second puts the guilt on her puts the onus of this on her you know we haven't even seen this kind of treatment in western movies where they're supposed to be more sexually evolved right there will always be this one scene when the husband will turn around and be like you know what this is the basic right of our marriage and there is never a moment where they show this and they continue to show that he respects that boundary that she has drawn and he continues to woo her and like you know try to win her heart and i was like yeah. okay and give her all the rights of a wife the respect that she that she deserves yeah so i was like every man needs to watch this movie and when he eats like you know when his mother is trying to not the like his nanny who he treats like a mother is trying to disrespect her in front of the public where she has cooked a meal for her husband and then he goes and eats the meal from that same which is a big thing because the kings did not do that yeah oh my god this movie is so good and it's on netflix now guys watch it watch it watch yeah it. it it had gone away for a while but now they brought it back so please watch it before it goes away again and also can we talk about the set design tanvi because yes. oh my god because i know you know this is very sanjeela bansali territory you know which has kings but this know? movie was made before sanjeela right. bansali made his uh, all of his movies this was 2008 so it is not slb territory this is pre slb pre slb okay that's good to know now in retrospect when you're watching it in 2018 because now you've seen all slb treatment and you know that jodha akbar is very much like slbs but when you watch it now it's just the set design is done in such a beautiful way i don't know how to explain it's very simple but very royal and very very indian and india was very rich at that point of time so you know it's shown as a very rich uh, palace that they're living in but it's still so simple you know and i and i really feel like india would have been like that not flaunting their richness but you know still showing that rich like very old money rich you know what i'm saying just owning the the world they have like this is it like it's not something you show off it's just this yeah. is how you live you live ashutosh does a good job in setting the world right so you know when he's showing a village it is a village that you can relate to the village in swades is very much exactly how villages are in india lagan is a different territory because it is a fictional world that village this world didn't exist but it still seems real because you can see in 18th century this is how they must exist and then even jodha akbar is a fictional world we do not exactly know how people lived we just have like glimpses through palaces or uh forts that are left behind but in comparison to slb ashutosh's world is a way more relatable and something that you can imagine slb is very uh disney you know you love it but you know that it's just fantasy you know yeah you can't relate yeah. to it you can't relate to it so i was i was just blown away but by everything about this movie that we i was like why hadn't i watched it sooner yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so 
Rithik and Ash. Wow, amazing. And Rithik, I don't know what happened to him. I wish he would just pick up good movies and do it. I mean, he did try to pick Ashutosh's second movie as well, right? But Mohan Jodhara didn't do well. So, I mean, yeah, I guess. I think Rithik has a bad luck and mm. bad choices. Like, sometimes he makes bad choices and other times when his choices seem fine, his luck doesn't give his side. So, yeah. Coming from me, I'm like, oh my God, what is wrong with me? Because I don't like Rithik at all. But I've seen two of his movies now because of you. <laughs> and both of them, I, I really like. Jodak Bar, obviously, I love. And even Kal Ho Na Ho. Kal Ho Na Ho. Kal Ho Na Pyaar Hai. Even that was so good for a first, you know, debut movie. For debut movie. Yeah, I agree. Anyway, back to Ashutosh. <laughs> Back to Ashutosh. So yeah, I mean, you know, um, we can talk about his uh, portrayal of women. So what do you think? Like naturally, we've discussed Gayatri and Ashwarya, but in general, how do you feel like he, how true he is to showing women in his movies? Um, We have already discussed, you know, like how different all these women are. Lagan, Gauri. Gauri, it's set in the 19th century and early 1800s. So like you were saying, you know, we don't know exactly what exactly, how women wear or whatever, but then you kind of have a feeling, you know, that maybe Indian women wear like this because you still see Indian women like this, you know, who are just there to kind of support their husband, support their men, you know. So it's believable the way it's written. Uh, and then this Swades, which is about this girl who grew up in a city and now she's gone back to her village and, you know, she wants to do something for for the village that her gra- grandparents are from. So it's three different women and I I liked how he had written it, minus the flaws that we, we had already spoken about. But other than that, I thought it was... And I think Ash is... A character is the best <laughs> yeah I, I also like Gauri from Lagan I feel like she's very like she's the village belle and you got your heart kind of goes out to her and I like her when she gets jealous of the Gauri mame I kind of as an entertainment factor I and considering again it's 18th century there's not much education and I'm assuming she's in her late teens early 20s so you know she seems like that so I'm like I'm okay with the you know I, I don't mean to be like, oh, if you're showing women, they need to be intellectual and they need to always be aiming for the stars. Yeah. And she did help her her father, you know, her father. So Gauri did, was a part, like everybody in the village is always working. It's not like, you know, there's nobody as like, oh, I'm not a working woman. They're all in working fact, women. We've seen that, you know, women in villages obviously they work a lot more they're more physical than women in the cities you know you yeah I, I actually liked all I like uh, like the characters Ashutosh has created in these three movies only because I know he's made other movies which I kind of don't like much like you remember what's your Rashi oh god where he ruined Priyanka Chopra's life that is yeah. horrible yeah okay yeah, but then coming back to Ashutosh, I think when you're watching his movies, you are kind of totally uh, taken into his world. Yeah. You're just in that time period and yeah. I felt like I, um, that sword fighting scene in Jodha Akbar where Jodha is learning how to do sword fight, that kind of reminded me of Deepika from Padmavat when she's doing the sword fighting. And I felt like they had shot it very similarly, but uh, Ashwara had more impact because Ashwara's was like, Deepika seemed like she's doing a dance, which is always like, you know, Ash- Sanjali Bansali always, he always shoots his fight sequences also like as if there's like a ballet happening, which is fine. It's not a criticism. It's just his way of doing it. But I felt like Ashwara did, like it felt like she was mm. actually a Rajput you know, fighting, learning how to fight and she's pretty good at it. Even what she was wearing, 
during the fight mm. it was so relatable you no know, like i want you guys to watch it because if you haven't seen it you wouldn't understand but when i say relatability i mean obviously it's a royal you know it's set in a palace right so obviously we can't relate to that of course we can relate to that <laughs> we are princesses <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, you know, there are scenes where she's just like chilling with her girlfriends in the palace. Clothes that she's wearing is very casual, but it's still rich. It's not mm-hmm. like one of those heavy lehengas where you know that oh my god, how is she even walking? You know, it must be so heavy. You don't yeah. feel that at all. So yeah, in terms of even fashion, I feel like he did a really good job in all three movies. Yeah, yeah. I agree. The only thing I felt like uh I mean it's not a criticism but I felt very conveniently like you know how like in Swades of course I wasn't sure what the message was but where in Jodha Akbar he very conveniently shows Akbar as this very you know gregarious king and somebody who's always doing whereas in reality he was a conqueror you know he actually went in like you know the places which were already ruled by a rajput king or whatever he kind of went and want he wanted to rule over india and he was trying to conquer so you know i felt when especially in hindi movies when they're trying to show somebody as a good person they feel like they only need to show them with that you know glow on their face and the light is always upward like the light is always glowing on them there, there are no shadows right it- yeah there's just like you know glow of god around them like just so as much as i like akbar and as much as i love hrithik i felt okay you know you can't just show him as this king who was out there to do good like come on he was a conqueror show him as a conqueror so even when his brother in law is trying to take over i mean come on he's trying to do the same thing that other guy is trying to do the same it's like okay you know but that is a small uh, thing in the big scheme of things and yeah but i was able to at least see his point of view clearly in this movie versus swades so yeah and unfortunately i think this is the last good movie he made he has not made a good movie ever since and the next movie which he's working on right now is called panipat which is supposed to come out in 2019 and it has arjun kapoor sanjay dat and kriti sanan and i have no wow. idea what he's going for I, right now i'm not a fan of any of them yeah me neither i'm okay with sanjay dat being sanjay dat like i don't have anything like sanjay dat is sanjay dat like that's it you know sajan and all of that oh i love sajan and i love khalnayak that's what i meant like sanjay dat sanjay dat like that that's how you say like jackie shroff jackie shroff or anil kapoor anil kapoor like these 80s actors were just themselves right <laughs> like yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're just them <laughs> and we love them for that yeah yeah you just let them be that like you know but i don't know what he's trying to create and why i mean you know i don't know i don't even want to say anything like why is the only thing i can say why yeah i like his concepts right i don't know about panipat but mohanjadaro the concept was really amazing and i was looking forward to it when i heard that you know he's coming out with this because it's it's about obviously the civilization you know mohanjadaro civilization and we haven't seen that world at all right so i was hoping that it'll be more of that but then the trailer was so horrible it was like a mishmash of like bad hollywood uh, you know you know how hollywood movies come up with these stupid summer blockbusters where you're like oh, i don't watch that and mohanjadaro kind of gave me that feeling and i'm like oh you should have just stuck to a good story. I mean I I think Ashutosh gets motivated to write stories which are based on history or based on like times which have passed by but I mean I feel like he it's now it's starting to be more of the same thing I mean the I am as far as I understand the movie Panipat is based on the battle of Panipat which was fought between a, again like uh, I think uh, Akbar's father or grandfather Babur and 
you know the indian kingdom which was there before like the mm. lodi dynasty which was i think hindu and then the baba was muslim i and i think this is when baba had just come to india and now he was like if i'm not wrong though i mean i like history and i would like to believe that i've got my facts right but i could <laughs> totally be wrong yeah so do not fact check this please yeah <laughs> just listen to it as a story yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean I do know the Panipat the war of Panipat was between Babur and Lodi I do know that but I do not remember whether this was the first war or second or something but the point I was trying to make was but isn't this more of the same thing like how many I mean I I love history right I love traveling because I get to see how the world evolved and how we got today how we got here where we are but itna bhi nahi yaar not so much this is a lot of history lesson by slb and by ashutosh and so i wish ashutosh would do something like what he did with lagan where the set setup was you know the backdrop was 19th century pre fight for independence uh, india but then the story mm-hmm. was very different right like it was about cricket and a village and all that so i wish he would do panipat also something like that where the backdrop is the battle of panipat but then you know there's some other story that's going on but i don't think that's the case i'm pretty sure it's just war 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 and i do not like just war movies so i don't yeah. know let's see what he does with it yeah i think we need a break we need break from biopics and we need a break from history lessons i am done with indian biopics because <laughs> they do a horrible job and then i'm done with uh, sanjeela bansali's uh, movies as of now with deepika and ranveer singh <laughs> that i'm done with for sure i'm also done with the stories of so called heartland like can we just have stories like normal stories they can be set wherever they are set yeah don't call it story of the heart land i think i don't know what's left i think i'm i'm i'm, I'm on board with the uh, shriram raghavan's world no i think we are also like i'm speaking for you obviously <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but i think i think we are on board with any good stories even with heartland movies but i think we have a problem with people just constantly pushing it off face saying that oh it's set in the heartland you know i think that's what we have a problem with yeah i do have a problem with that i also have a problem with stories set in heartland but girls with their blow dried hair and looking skinny as ever and like also bhumi you know even bhumi in that toilet movie while the acting was great her hair was always blow dried and i'm not saying that people in small places or small towns don't have blow dried hair just not every day yeah <laughs> I think Bhumi's was more uh, relatable in that movie. What is that? I love that movie. Dam Lagate Dam Hai Shah. Yeah. She had not been corrupted. That was her first movie. I know. And now Karan Johar obviously has taken over her. So I don't know where she's going to go. Uh, yeah. I think we're done. And uh, so yes. Uh, we think you should definitely check out all three movies. Uh, in the order of Jodha Akbar, Lagan and Swades. Uh, maybe Swades is higher for flow. Uh, no, <laughs> no, no, no. I think you're, you're right. Swades is third. On this third, yeah, because, okay, yeah. Jodha and Lagan were really good, so yeah. Jodha is right up there, and I and like yeah, I'm gonna check out Bazi again and see how that was turns out twenty years later. Thank you for listening. We'll be back with another bonus episode in two weeks. And if you're on Instagram, check us out as Moviewala Podcast, and on Twitter at Moviewala Pod. And we'll see you guys in two weeks. Bye. Bye.